I am Patrice. I'm Patrice. And we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. Hey! Every week we find a new way to mess that up. That to me. <laughs> it wouldn't even be right it'd, if we was smooth. It'd be perfect every single time. It's perfect every time. It's perfect. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening. Yeah, in the building. Okay, so we are talking about Kendrick by Robbie Renee. Go ahead, Patricia. You got something to say? Nothing. I, I don't. I just like just I'm just ready to talk about it. Go ahead, lead us in. Thank you. I have gotten so many. Um, so we are talking about Kendrick by Robbie Renee. And this is another great by Patrice. She brought this book to us. She read it first and she was like, we got to talk about it. So we here to talk about it today. So how did y'all feel? It looks like um, Xander won the poll that I put in the group yesterday about was you picking Xander or Rome? And he won because y'all felt like he loved her more. I well, guess. I feel like Rome picked Xander, but go ahead. <laughs> you you know what this book I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm so glad that it was very short at the beginning just the the prologue or what have you that dang near ended me I was like she's trying to end me with this book Robbie Renee I hope she in the chat today because she had been talking back and forth in the group but girl Mm -hmm. that beginning tried to end me but it was very short and just to give you what you needed to understand why everything was the way it was moving forward mm-hmm. but yeah. um so we're we gonna we're gonna go over what happened in the beginning but we're not gonna be thorough like we would with everything else because I'm just not so you don't want to get into it get into it I ain't gonna get into it get into it we'll give the you give the gist of what happened okay so the book starts off with two young um adults a 13 and a 15 year old not adults, so they young. I say a little young adult, teenager. Young adults, okay, teenagers. Teenagers. Okay. Um, so Di, what's her real name? Deja. Oh, yeah, Deja, Deja Blue. Deja Blue is 13 years old. How old are you? What grade you in? Eighth, eighth ninth. Eighth they're not grade. in high school. She's not in high school yet. So she's 13 years old. And her best friend, Xander, is 15. He's in high school. So yeah. she is sitting at school waiting. Robbie, Robbie Renee is in the chat. Hey, girl. Hey. We're glad to have you here. Yeah. I, I, I just told them how you could try to end me with the prologue of this book. <laughs> I damn near okay. died. But go so, ahead. So. Di is sitting at school. She's waiting for her mother to come and pick her up from school, okay? But, okay, let me say this. I know I'll be going off on 10. At school in this um, broken down neighborhood, lots of, um, yes, lots of um, uh, abandoned buildings and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's starting to get late. So Xander walks up on Di and he's like, what are you doing here? She was like, I'm waiting on my mom. Her mom is a drug addict, okay, and an alcoholic. So he like, um, boo, you need to be heading home because your mother is probably not coming, <laughs> which was messed up, but it was the truth. And so she was like, you sure? You know, she's 13, but, you know, he knows her mother because they her got- Her mother is a crackhead. He know her mama, he know how her mama get down. So he like, your mama ain't coming. So she was like, okay. So he's like, I'm going to walk you home because she's like, my, she's, her grandmother has custody of her. So he's like, I'm going to walk you home. And she was like, um, my grandma don't like for me to walk by myself. He was like, I got you. You know, we're going to walk together. Her, they, they parents, they grandmother, her grandmother for sure said, don't walk down Franklin street. And I believe that that's the street that they had to go down to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Robbie Nate, are these real streets or are these made up? Because I'm from Lewin, I'm proud, but I don't know if I ever heard of these before. <laughs> 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 Tell us in the comments if these is real. Get yeah, the car, Shaquana. Go ahead, because we gotta okay. get past this. So um they walking home as they're talking, they're both kind of, well, um Xander's not, but she's afraid because she knows they're walking down this street. 
is um not good you know it's a bad neighborhood bad things happen to people who walk on the streets in these neighborhoods so they kind of going back and forth he like i got you i'm gonna protect you i'm here my dad told me i'm the oldest yada 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 so they walking and lo and behold they walk into the worst people they can walk into basically the, and the devil is to himself yes as they're walking home so it's a group of guys outside trying to um hit on die they trying to get her with her is, 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 is Dage. Deja. like her name is Deja. He, call he, call, he call her Dage. okay so they trying to push up on her now remind you she's 13 years old okay long story short they get pulled into an abandoned car wash I think so. It's an they, abandoned building. It's an and, abandoned building. They get pulled and they pull both. And he tried to fight. He tried. He tried to defend her, but he only 15. And these she's are grown 15. men. And these right? are grown men. They pulled them into this abandoned building and do the unimaginable. Like the unthinkable, the most horrific things that can be done. Thank you, mom. It's a car wash um the most horrific things that you can do to a person a hu another human being they and not only do they do that they beat them as well they beat everything that you can think of and then they, and then they leave them right they leave them for dead they leave them for dead mental torment just anything that you can think of they did to these kids these were babies they did to them okay so from that point, the story fast forwards 10 years. But let, but let me give you this. So the only reason that they were discovered and what saved them is that as another alcoholic crackhead type of guy finds them, his name is um, Teddy. Teddy goes in there to do his dope. He was like, that's the place he liked to go to have some solace to do his dope. And he hears some whimpering and he's just like, wait a minute, what is that? He thinks it's an animal. And he hears it again and he finds them. And he ends up going to get help for them or whatever. And and the and the mother, I mean, and then they get them and they're in the hospital and all that kind of stuff. So these kids are like darn near near death. They was in the hospital. Like one of them, I think, I think Xander was in both of them was in the hospital over his birthday because he turned 16. He was, he was out. Okay. She, said that was the only she, she missed his birthday because she was still in the hospital so she mm -hmm. was worse off than him and he said he said that too in a book later on that what happened to you was way worse than happened what happened to me and so she misses his birthday because she was in a coma everything and the grandmother was really pissed at the mother at vine um, right because her mama was supposed to come pick her up her like, was supposed, and if her mother would have picked her up then they would have never been put in this position but a couple of weeks ago in perfect peace who, who we have who saved the boy I thought the same thing. Yeah, sugar baby. I thought the, the same thing. Same I had to go back and find out his and name. Now we got this person. So, baby, don't count them people out. You never know who God is going to send for you. Okay, so they the book fast forward ten years, and now they are still dealing with the torment of what happened with them in the past, and also the love that they have for one another so i said they were best friends but really they liked each other when they were younger they was feeling each other um you know back in the day but you know when, whenever, you, when, when you 15 and 13 it's kind of like it's a bigger distance like when you 25 and 27 it's like okay it's nothing but when you when you young and that age it's like I'm, she's still in junior high i'm in high school or whatever but they right. still so they hadn't done anything to bring their relationship to fruition but he was in love they say that they was in love with each other from the time when she was 13 yeah and he called her what baby doll baby doll what was his 15 year old but talking about some damn baby doll they said because she was just really pretty that she was just the prettiest little she she was just beautiful like she was just pretty like a doll and he called her baby doll I thought so fast cool. forward 10 years and it opens up with the scene of uh, Xander having a nightmare from what happened to them 10 years prior in this abandoned car wash. And in the dream, 
because even um we didn't go into detail about what happened but he was doing everything that he could to save her but he was just down they had him he was 15 and they were grown men they were grown men by me but they also beat him and it was three of them right so he was doing everything he could to save her but he he couldn't and so in this dream he's trying to save her and he can't get to her he's calling her name and he can't get to her so then he wakes up in this cold sweat and I don't know why I'm smiling because when she was talking about how big he was because he said he wouldn't let nobody get him down again <laughs> so, so he, he started working, he started pumping iron working yeah. out so that nobody could physically um you know tackle him again like you couldn't physically physically overpower him no one would ever be able to do that again okay so he looking good and all i'm seeing is the moon and the stars shining on him i know he just woke up in a cold sweat but he's supposed to be this big man they they describe him he's 240 pounds he's Mm -hmm. six four he's got dark skin like polished steel bold lips a chiseled chin and he's painfully beautiful. That's the way Robbie Brunet said it. That ain't me. That's her. I've been looking for this nigga all day so I could give y'all a visual and I can't find it. Anybody got a <laughs> uh, character inspiration? Somebody pop it in the chat. <laughs> I've been so, looking for him with a flashlight and I can't find it. He was painfully beautiful, okay? Painfully beautiful. Like it just hurt. Like I was feeling orgasm, it. Like an orgasm going too long. It's like, ah. This nigga fine. <laughs> so 10 years later, he is still dealing with not being not only being hurt and tormented him himself, but still ho- holding on to the guilt that he couldn't get to her. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what bothers him the most is that he couldn't protect her. And then what's he going on? He would have gave himself. He would, yeah, he would have sacrificed himself for her because that's just how much he loved her, even at 15 years old. So in comes Dai 10 years later. So she's 20. I, I can't let you call her Dai. Because that sounds like she's <laughs> seven. calling her Dage. I put it like in the. Dage. 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 Yeah, Dage. Her name Deja. What's up with me in these names? Did you listen to the Audible or did you read it? I was doing both. Okay, so yeah, you didn't hear. So maybe after they said it on the thing, but anywho, so fast forward. So it's her twenty fourth birthday, right? This where she he was having nightmares. She's celebrating her birthday, right? So in comes her birthday. Dage, okay, y'all, okay, I got it. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, this. but you do meet her and find out who she is too. And somebody put it in the chat. She looks like Ashley Banks. Like that's how she looked as a little girl. Um, hmm. yeah, the, the little girl Ash, you know. But anyway, she was cute. You meet her, her grandmother, and all that kind of stuff. They living in this apartment. They ain't really got a lot and all that kind of stuff. But and then you go to her party. And I want to say that um, he got, Zan got her a hotel room. Or did, was it a hotel type of party or was it, what kind of party was it? Was it, it they, a, go, they go they, to a party. He got, her, he got her a car though before they get to the party. No, that he, he got her a car on his birthday. On his, on his birthday. What did he get her for her birthday? For Some her birthday, diamonds. he bought her a, a Mac. He bought he bought her an Apple um watch. She's in law school, her, and he bought her a MacBook. Okay, and she all was right. like, "You got me all of this, and you didn't already bought me all of this other stuff." He was like, "It ain't it, it's nothing." It's oh. nothing. So he acts really, she's in love with him and she let it be known that she in love with him. Like he knows, everybody knows that he, she's in love with him, but he keeps her at a distance for some reason. He's still kind of playing her like she the little sister. Oh, and then back it up a little bit. So they have a brother in common, which I thought was kind of funny. So his father had a baby with her mother. So they share a brother, but they don't share um, blood relation. 
uh, Adonis is Adon- both Adonis. And so there's, th- there's three, there's three brothers. So there's, um, well, you got, of course you got Zan, Xander, then you got Simeon, AKA Sim, you got Harem, um, AKA Ram and Adonis, AKA, um, D or Donnie. And Donnie is the one who is her brother too. Because and all of them big and strong, like all they of them did. big and strong. And a daddy, Matt, was in love with Deja's mother because she was beautiful, just like her daughter is. And uh-huh. they had Adonis, and that's her brother. Ah, oh, okay. So boom. So they share a brother together. So he's so his family looks at her like the little sister so all of the brothers look at her like this our little sister but she don't want to be his little sister she want to be his woman all of them know that and so they get to her birthday or whatever and so what has happened is they have had friction flirtation and kind of it get you get the feeling that they didn't want a little ways and he didn't pull back one a little ways and, and pull back so the night of her party they dancing and she's working on him and all of that and they kiss or whatever and she's got this scar from that they hit her with a belt and he would touch her scar and kiss her scar and so they they kind of stop heavy petting and he tell her for real beige for real like tonight it's basically telling her tonight is the night she was like okay he said i'm not playing and she believed him because she was so tired of this on again off again type of deal and so she's happy but the night progresses and he over there at the bar chilling and she like is he freaking serious so she going to tell her friend that's with her i can't remember her friend name tasha v, maybe. v it was v vera tiara something like Kiara, no. something like that but anyway, no v, zara 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 and she mm. tells her come on let's go ain't shit happening here and he was like, he looked at her and kind of smirked. And he was like, you know, Deja, sit your ass down. He was like, you know, we good or whatever. And so um, that's the night that they, uh, you know, he take her in a room. And that's where they kind of start to um, feel each other a little bit. Feel each other a little he bit. He told her, I will possess your soul. That's why he didn't want to have sex with her. Snatch it from your grasp. And will and you will never be the same again. Um, sir. <laughs> we go together real bad at this point. You talk about you but, but, snatch shame, but why we be sitting up there like snatch my soul? Snatch my snatch <laughs> me, snatch my take, soul. Take me, take me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's cool. Jennifer, but you can't snatch my soul and then don't want to be with me the next day. Jennifer in the chat said, um, it was that the song was like tonight is the night that you made me a woman. <laughs> right. So even though she was gang raped 10 years ago, she still feels like the first time that her and Xander had sex is her first time. First time. He took her virginity, basically, right? So it was really special. It was really beautiful. But just like a Negro, he pulled back again after this very special occasion where he told her. But, but, but when he had sex with her, he didn't just fuck her. He he made like he made love to that girl. Like he like he coaxed her and he I mean, and, and he walked her through. He slow walked her through. He was like, open up for me. Breathe, Dave. Breathe. He made her breathe through it. And and if you remember when she first saw it, she was like, hey, big man. Hey! <laughs> and that was his name. His penis was huge. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said she was a good girl and she took all of it. She did a good job. But after that, job. he becomes distant again, right? So that's why in the poll, it, it I was like... It's, it's, but you know what? because in a poll I'm looking at it from both sides and Mm -hmm. I still you couldn't help Robbie Renee did a good job of building up that want between them and that tension it's like you wanted to see them together but he was pissing me off you know what he pissed me off because okay if you wanted to hit it and leave her alone first first of all you were being a selfish ass bastard to have sex with her in the first place but not only did you have sex with her you had sex with her you ate her out several times. You had sex with her all night. Then you got she up tapped out. And then she tapped out, got put her in a shower, ate her out in the shower. 
he she he 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 brought her to so many orgasms that she was partially out of her mind. I ain't never had that happen to me before, but I just can't imagine. I mean, I imagine I just love you after that. Well, at least have he your warned kids. her and said he was going to snatch her soul and she wasn't going to never be the same. But if he love her so much, why are you going to snatch it like that? And then have her walking around without her little pilter wig cap back blue. <laughs> why are you going to do her like that? that. Lord, so, so he, 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 so now they, they wake up in the morning and I want to say that he is, is he gone in the morning? I think he was gone. Some happened, but he was, even if he was there in physical, he wasn't there in spirit no more because in his mind, they can't be together. And we don't know why. We don't know why. He knows why, but we don't know why. So they he can't. don't wake up and say, we're not going to have sex again. He don't wake up and say, hey, we should have a little bit of distance or nothing like that. This Negro this a fucking peers right and don't talk to her at all no text no phone calls no no dm no what, what's that put the put the cup to the window and talk through it not a smoke signal not nothing this dude don't he don't even put no vague statuses on facebook or instagram <laughs> turkey he don't deal with her at all in the meantime she texting sending little stuff like oh i saw the movie i just saw an episode of living single we love that I shit no, all that i miss you i had a bad dream i needed you or whatever finally she get to the point she said you know what you won't return my calls fuck you i'm done so now she depressed and she but listen home. but listen she said fuck you i'm done but then she went to his birthday party <laughs> no, wait a minute, but wait a minute but what the funny part was she was at home and her grandmother was like, Deja, what's going on with you? Deja, Deja Blue, what's mm -hmm. wrong with you or whatever? She at home playing Tony Braxton's seven whole days. <laughs> she, her young self playing seven, seven whole days. I'm just about through. What pissed me off about that song is this nigga been gone for seven days and you just about through? If you've been gone for seven days, I'm, 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 I'm but listen, I'm no, Patrice. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. Right. If right. Oh, like that. Listen. First of all, he, he your first love since 13. First of all, then he just snatched it. He, he pulled a cap back. Pulled your wig cap back. Baby, you're going to be singing seven whole days. Okay? You're going to be singing seven whole days. And you're going to be crying. <laughs> like she, she was and, and so and like she was she was and so the thing is her friend Zaria said you going to his party she was like I ain't going to nothing next thing you know the doorbell rings on his birthday he have a I think it was it Robbie was it on her birthday on his birthday he delivered her a car and she pissed a Benz a a Beamer a BMW yes he delivered her a new car and she was just like this nigga and apparently they've been driving an old car that you know it, they got a Saturn <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with no Saturn no but hers wasn't working in my mind I don't think they make Saturns no more so that means it's an old car because they don't even make them anymore right so anyway she got a Saturn and it don't it don't work or whatever. And so he she sent her a car. But th that's the thing, though. That's that mind game thing he playing with her is mm -hmm. that you buy me a car and and then you still won't even talk to me. So she get mad. She go down the street and she going to find out. Zan, what the fuck? Oh, I got to stop cussing so much. What the heck, Zan? You got me a car. Like, what is he was like? You needed a car. And she was like, I don't need your car. I don't need this. And he was like, and he got mad at her. He was like, you're taking the fucking car, Dage. He made her, he made her take the car. He said she can't be out there, which I agree that it wasn't safe for her. But these are mixed signals. And those mixed signals was, it, it was like torture for her. And so mm -hmm. I'm looking at him because she's 24. So he's 26 or tw he's 26. He's 25. He's 20. I'm like, how long? On his birthday, he turned 26, don't he? Um, yeah. Okay. But I'm like, how long is 
are both of y'all supposed to be just tortured souls like this forever? Like you gonna leave her out? He wanted to be with her in his defense, but there was something, the guilt from what happened to them and all of that led him to believe that he couldn't have her. Almost like he didn't deserve her. Like he didn't deserve her. But she, but you know what? But he don't explain that to her. And so instead, he takes her through all of this stuff, right? So, so anyway, she, he tell her to take the car and Donnie, like he fussing at, like he going off on her kind of like, you're going to take this car and Donnie, her brother, none of, now he's the big bad brother. Like don't nobody come up against him. And, but Donnie, he just like, look, that's my sister. You're going to get off of her. He was like, she good. She good. Plus we finish here. And she looking like what? So she go home, Zaria talking her into going to his party. So he, she was like, you know what? Her granny and her friend said, go get your man. Show that body that you got. Put them, pop them, <laughs> pop them titties up. Show a little bit of ass. You know, That's what I was about to say. And put on all of that jewelry that he didn't bought you and go down there and show him what he missing and get your man back. And so are you, are you going to do this for your friend or are you going to say, girl, just let it go. He been playing this game with you for all these years, for 10 years now. He been playing these games thinking that he can buy your love but not actually give you love the act of love but i feel like now that i done said that he showed her that he loved her she knew and he wasn't and it wasn't he wasn't trying to show to the world that he did all of this stuff for her so if i was her friend because when you're in a situation you can tell when something is real and everybody around them could literally feel their love the vibration of it it was radiating off of both of them like they weren't they didn't just love each other. They were in love. They, and it was, it was like uh, a kin, a kindred soul tie connection and mm-hmm. everybody could see it and feel it except for, I think they felt they it, but they felt didn't it. acknowledge they it. Felt it. He they didn't felt acknowledge it. it. And so at that party, she, so she goes to the party and he see her and he got another girl on his lap, but he didn't bought me a Beamer it's it's hot like brand new i still got to sign the papers on it It ain't got no miles on it they only from what they rolled it down off that flatbed it's in front of my house but he got this girl on him but why why do dudes do that like so he i and me the whole time but this girl in his lap thinking she the one she twerking pop like so she over there twerking but the whole time she got her whole tail in his lap whole time he looking at deja blue baby dial the whole time he looking at his baby dial and but he don't but he don't want her so she started drinking but you could tell he cared he made sure her drink was there made sure everything he knew that she was the thing that she liked to drink he made sure that the drink that she liked he didn't even know she was coming to the party for sure after he had been ignoring her for seven whole days but he had her drink on deck ready to go because he knew she was coming he knew she was coming and so the thing (laughs) is that it's it's a guy that comes up to her and speaks to her at the party Rome Rome is on his grown man okay he was like you know like he know who she is he came and he came correct he was like I'm not trying to play no motherfucking games with you baby let's go let's do this I want to take you out Please tell me you ain't got no man. Let's do this. Yeah, he tell her you beautiful. You, you, uh, you are beautiful. I've been feeling you. I've been feeling you. I've been wanting you. Like he, I want to take care of you. And she kind of like, eh. he was like, well, look, he ain't. Because the families be kind of beefing. So you have the kindred, which is um the brothers and their father, Mac. And then their, what was their last name? Rome. Oh, they had a cool last name too. I just can't think of it. So he walk up in the party. She been drinking. So she's drinking out of like her, her heart is hurt. But it's loosening her up a little bit. The drinks is helping her to, to, to chill out a little bit and dance. But yeah, her heart is hurt from him treating her like shit. Right. So then Rome walk up in a party, which I couldn't understand if they families was beefing while he was there. I guess they was trying to keep the peace. I don't know. So how do you but, make me leave you alone and you buy me a new car? Like if you buy me, okay. So, so, so like say if my attitude is I don't fuck with you. Okay. I could receive that. 
But then when you go and buy me a new BMW, it's like, well, do you fuck with me? So anyway, so Rome don't press her higher. Rome just let her know, but they exchange numbers. Rome let her know, I want to kick it with you. Her brothers, her brother and um and some Azan, Azan brother came up and check her, tell her she can't be with him. And she basically, yeah, I can be with whoever I want or whatever. And 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 X come up and say, leave her alone, let her be, she could do whatever she wants. And so she ends up going up to his bedroom to deliver his gift. And so he is a, I believe he kind of, I don't know if it's rap or if he writes or whatever, but she bought him like a book with all of the stuff that he's ever written. She went up to take it to his room. He ain't thinking about this girl that's working on him and following him around his party. He go up to see about her, but like, don't come check on me to see if I'm hurt. When you the one, don't come bring me a Band-Aid when you the one who cut me. He don't plan on stopping. Right. So he goes up there to check on her and he sees it. But so check he- it though. Wait a minute. He go up there to check on her to make sure she okay. But it was also after she had just gave Rome her phone number. Because she was like, I'm not going to keep fucking playing these games with his ass over her. He got Big Booty Judy in his lap. So I'm finna go ahead and mess with Rome or whatever. So he she gave Rome the number. So I feel like yeah, he was going to check on her and see if she, she was good, but he was also blocking, like, let me put this good big man dick on her again <laughs> so she can forget about that, And that's the thing. So he goes upstairs and he see the gift or whatever, tell her, you know, you can't mess with him. Then, then slap her with his dick. <laughs> he played and then he spread her wide and he licked her from the crack of her ass to the, ate her like a peach. Snatched her soul again. And the orgasm that she had was so strong, it was painful. What you doing? What do that feel like? <laughs> For sure you to be cracking me up. Ouch. Right. <laughs> it's a little baby and she what 24 it seems so young so she really just out there because you know you ain't got no sense at that age already he just knocked out a couple more screws look at that but, age you be ready you're like i quit i'm ready to quit school <laughs> not come home no more i'm outside in a in the daytime in the rain with a flashlight calling you i'm like right. where are you at <laughs> so, so after this, after he does this to her, after he sucks her soul through her body, cave her chest in with it, he leaves her. Goes ghost again. He goes ghost. He won't I can't love you anymore. Nothing. I can't love you anymore. After that. But that left space for love to come in because Rome stepped up in her like a smooth Casanova. So, so, now, you know he he like Reggie, Reggie Bush. Rome yeah, looked like that's fine. But Zan's stupid tail, he kicked the door open and said, come on, niggas, where y'all at? He invited them in. Right. But, but just like what you said in the beginning with um, Rome picked him, um, I feel like he allowed that to happen because if he really wanted to shut that down, he would have shut that shit down. He would have been like, no, you can't fuck with him. I think that he allowed that to happen so that she could experience the love that he couldn't give her. And I don't know, even though he said he didn't want it to be with um, Rome, I don't know if he would have really wanted it to be with um, anybody. I don't think he really would have wanted to be. And he said thing, they were a lot of like, so he knew that he had some money. He knew that he was connected. You know, he knew that he could take care of her. So mm-hmm. he stepped to the side and allowed that to happen because they were able to develop a for real relationship. Well, so from this point, it jumps, it jumps six, it jumps six months. Mm-hmm. The book jumps six months. And so in this six months, she has had time to be with Rome, but the thing is, she don't have sex with him because she's still pining after 
after X because she still see the moon and the moon see her and he still see the moon and her and all of that. So they, they still, she's still pining after him. So it takes her a little while before she actually agrees to have um, sex with Rome. But it was beautiful because Rome really, truly did love her and he wanted her. And so it wasn't with him, it wasn't no games. And I don't want to imply that it was games with, um, with X, but with Rome, all of his cards was on the table. He wanted her and he wanted to show her. But can y'all, okay, so Shaquana, let me ask you this question because I feel like Rome knew. Rome knew who her best friend was. He knew what they had been through as kids and he knew how tight they were. So it took a strong man to come at Deja anyway. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine being, and I'm asking the chat too, but Shaquana, can you imagine being, finding the, like he found the woman of his dream. Mm-hmm. he found a woman in his, his dreams but she got a soul tie with a mm. man and you know it i think it happened every day i think it happens every day how do you deal with that the man that you found that you love this is my kindred spirit but her soul is tied to somebody else and she can't hide it and neither can he he wanted her and he got her. He didn't give a damn about no kindreds, no souls, no none of that. He was like, I won't. <laughs> I, I want it. Like he sweat. <laughs> and I'm going to have Deja Blue. And that's what he did. He got I him love that he called her Blue. I like that he yeah. called her Blue. He loved him some Blue. And he, he didn't care about none of that. And I think that I feel like personally, if I want you, honey, I'm going to have you. <laughs> And so, but you know what, to me, okay, you can want somebody and have them, but I'm going to tell you I'm greedy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm greedy and I, I'd rather buy you something than to give you part of mine. Mm. So if I'm going to have a man, I need all of him. So your soul can't be over there with that person. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want your love. I want, I, I want your care. I want the, your finances. Mm-hmm. I want I, I I want the soul. I want all of that. I don't know if I could feel complete as a woman knowing that my man's kindred spirit is somebody else and that person is living. That person actually lives in the same time, in the same town as us. And he is in love with that person, but he's with me because he's agreed to be with me. That would mm-hmm. be a hard pill for me to swallow. What say you, chat? <laughs> I think he was for a a woman. I think it might be a little bit different, but he was a man who knew what he wanted and he wanted what he wanted and he went after what he wanted and got it. And I do love Rome for that. What about, but listen, what would you do? Okay, so fuck all that you talking about. Not saying that. uh, I get what you're saying. What about when he caught them in the bed together? I, I like the way Rome came i like the way the room came because the thing is so so uh chat i mean just everybody in the chat we're talking about um uh kindred xander's story um and by robbie renee and so in in that instance they he he ended up catching her rome caught them in the bed but but listen how did it happen so, so what happened was she she so it was her last day of school or whatever. She's in college and she was tired. She'd been being really, really tired. So she went up to get some rest. Mm-hmm. And her grand and she was at her grandmother's house. And uh Zan came over there and he was like, he was asking her, like, what's going on with you? You know, that's not like you to be tired or whatever. But she goes to sleep and he stays in a room with her and curls up with her in the bed and cradles her while she sleeps, right? And then the grandmother don't know he's there. So the grandmother know that Rome is her man. Rome is a good, a good man. He take care of her just like Zan did. And so she was bringing him up. He was like, I know she said she wanted to take a nap. And the grandmother opens the door and she was like, but the thing is, Zan is already up. Deja is still asleep. And so she's still asleep. And you could tell that she's in his protective hold. And he's sitting up in the bed and he look up at them and... <laughs> And you know what? And he rubs her while he was wrong. And so Rome, I was pissed at her, but Rome ain't no punk. 
let's 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 be clear rome ain't no punk but he was like he didn't want to start no stuff and unless he had to on because he wasn't in his territory number one and in her grandmother's house and right. she's asleep, but he was on a hundred when he saw his woman in that bed with her and so the grandmother was like he stepped around the grandmother and he, and he like dave she and so she got up and she was she kind of disoriented she's like oh hey babe like what you doing here? I thought you were going to get back to later. He said, yeah, I came early because I wanted to see you, but I guess I should have called. And, and so, I feel then, so bad for him. And now, so see, they, that's they, when I would have been like, I don't know about this shit because they got some other stuff going on. Exactly. So they got this thing where they like, they would always say to each other, uh, we, we good, Dage. And he's like, and then she would say, yeah, we good, Zan, or vice versa. So to mess with him, like she, he was like, you know, what he needed to do there was already done. He got up and he kissed her longer than he should have on her temple. And she was like, in her mind, she said, please don't, don't let my body react to this. Because when he kissed her, touch her, talk, her body shivers. She feel, she, she, cause he, he explained it like one night. Oh, and I'm gonna go into that. But like when he could touch her and make her orgasm, right? so she was like please don't let my body react and it didn't and so he and so when he on the way out he said we good days and she looked at him like who's you trying to kill you don't want me but you're trying to kill what i got right he said and and she said yeah we we good and so rome is like get the fuck up get your shit let's go (laughs) get your ass in the car (laughs) and when they got home he said look I love you. I love you with everything I got. It ain't nothing that I won't do for you. Like everything that is me is you. You got me. You is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. But I'll be goddamn if I let you disrespect me like you just did tonight. Mm. Now, do you want him? And she was like, no. She said, do you want him? She said, no. He said, well, then you need to make it clear. No, you, you need to make it plain as motherfucking toast to him. Mm. and she said okay <laughs> okay yeah that would have been a hard pill for me to swallow but i get it he wanted her so he got her so she was so tired because she was pregnant Mm-mm. so he got her pregnant they told her after her um after the thing she went through that she may not have kids what it was a 30 percent chance or 20 it was a 20 percent chance of her getting pregnant and I want to say even a less percent chance of her care, 20% chance of getting pregnant. I think 50% chance of her carrying the baby to turn. Having a healthy baby. So having she was like, baby. I'm having my baby. And he was like, well, we having a baby then. So that was so cool. I thought that was cool. She I really showed him I do it on my own. He was like, no, nah. he was like, but I really that he made he sure. Really stepped up. He was like, are you good? He 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 was already up. It was never a point when Rome wasn't stepping. I like him. He didn't I step up. Rome stepped the whole time. And he told her, but at first he, I think he was like, what do you want to do? Like, he didn't try to say, oh, you have my baby. He didn't force none of that on her. He was like, what do you want to do? Whatever, like I'm with whatever it is you decide. I know you're in school. I know you're still young. Whatever you want to do is what I want to do. And she said, I want to have it. She said, I've been walking around here feeling like I was half of a woman. And this baby shows me that I am not. So he said, well, we having a baby. Yes. So they, she pregnant. Okay. She goes through her pregnancy. They have a, you know, they had this relationship. Um, Oh, dang. When he found out. They was at dinner at his dad's house. He was having a dinner. And so the his now they best friends they supposed to be best friends him and Dage they best friends they been best friends all their lives his the girl he was messing with that he used to be messing around with they was at the dinner table she was there but she wasn't there with him but she was drunk and uh, and actually her aunt had told her her aunt was dating the dad he's like whatever you do with these men she was like it's some some stuff you don't do with Xander you don't mention Deja Blue that's off limits it ain't nothing you could do it ain't nothing you ever going to be able to do he is connected to that woman and that's just is what it is so if you want to get alone you play alone to get alone she was like how, she was like would you take that she said i've been taking it because mm. his daddy in love with her mama 
it was some crazy stuff right and there. so she so she got mad she drinking and she says at the table she said yeah you are your precious deja blue wait she's and then she mentioned she was like yeah how you feel how you gonna feel when i can't remember what rome's last name was because she when said they, when he had that baby when basically when she had that baby by rome whatever his last name was and he was like what immediately his I mean it, it was like his heart broke in half it's like she what he said yeah I saw them coming out the doctor and it, she said it was so cute she said wait till she pushed that baby out she said it was so cute the way he was rubbing and kissing on her stomach <laughs> oh he was ready to chop her neck <laughs> you know what doggone it you don't want to be with me then damn it I'm a, you're gonna sit up here and that's watch what me I'm stand. saying you're gonna watch me glow you're gonna watch me shine shine you're gonna watch this stomach growing you're gonna watch this nigga rubbing it for me right yep. but she was a punk about that because she did not tell him yeah she, she had to go to her like you got something he, at this point he me. wasn't answering phone calls or nothing right he wouldn't he answer her phone calls text smoke signals nothing so what was she supposed to do mm-hmm. but the thing is when she when he did talk to her about it he was like he should have known no and i get that he felt like he should have known but he wouldn't have handled it no different he would he was hurt he was hurt she and was she knew he was gonna baby. be hurt and she and didn't want to tell him but right. what am i supposed to do you don't want me you telling me i can't have you and every time we have sex you, you the, we have sex and you go on for three weeks we have sex again i don't hear from you for three months like what am I supposed to do? And she said, and she told him, I want this baby. And and he was, and he told her, he was like, I love you. He was like, taking care of you is uh, me not taking care of you is not an option. He was like, you know, but basically he was letting her know, like you pregnant and I'm done. But it was like, how fair is that? But he needed to be done. Let me go ahead and be with this other man. So our relationship can flourish right so that's what they did she went to her pregnancy Rome was with her the entire time Robbie said Robbie Renee is in the chat and she said remember their communication started again after Matt had the heart attack oh yeah the heart attack and so that's Uh when they started talking I wanted to know more about Matt I did like Matt but you know what oh Robbie Renee I got a question so the name of this book was Kendrick Xander so does that mean that we're going to get a kindred Simeon, a kindred harem, or a kindred Adonis? Or kindred Mac? Or kindred Mac? Are we getting or that? get her life together. <laughs> so, but this book was kindred, and then it had Xander, and like Xander's story. So maybe we're going to get some of the other stories. Now she won. Don't go radio silent on us now. Don't go radio silent now. But so anyway, she's pregnant. She have her baby. The baby is healthy. Her and Rome are happy. Um, Xander is nowhere to be found. He's living his life. But after his dad had the heart attack, he and his dad are really, really close. And it changed him a little bit. And what she say? What she say? Sam's story is next. Hey! Now, see, I didn't get a lot from him in this one. So he, maybe he, that's he, Samuel was the, he the muscle. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, so there y'all go. Y'all heard it first. Sam story is next. I was hoping it was gonna be a dinosaur, but a is still a little young yet. Yeah. He young. Yeah. So. so anywho, so she has the baby. The baby is healthy. Um, her and Rome is doing good. Rome has a brother who is also a drug addict. It's a lot of drug addicts. <laughs> but who's also a drug addict, and he is trying to help him get his life together. But um, day she knows that he's the brother is no good for him for some reason she know that he shouldn't be dealing with this brother and she kind of got a problem with it but he like this my brother i'm gonna help him that's the end of the story it's his twin Um, Rhonda said or glenda said that's his twin brother i thought it was his older brother it's some twins but they ain't twins i think they got twin sisters or something but uh it's the older brother so his older brother is on drugs and he is trying to help his older brother get clean, okay? We know how that can go sometimes. The older brother had to get him out the way. <laughs> but you know what? So so they were doing good. The baby was about seven weeks old. They've they, they been kind of glued at the hip. 
taking care of the baby and he said he got to take a trip and she was like what he was like you know it's about you know before valentine's day so before that he did some stuff for her rose petals and all of that it was it was um, before she could she hadn't been to her doctor's visit yet but he told her, I, there's other ways that I could pleasure you. It was like he do, but as but before this happened, I got to reverse back a little bit. He had a meeting. Rome had a meeting with Zan and he gave him a folder. They didn't tell you what it was for, but they had a meeting or whatever. And now, was- mind you, they be kind of beefing at odds. Their families have always been kind of beefing. So mm-hmm. when he requested this meeting with him, he's like, why do he want to meet with me? I don't fuck with him like that or whatever but when it came to her with both of them can you imagine having two he, told him, he said you we got more in common than you think he said no nigga we ain't got nothing in common he said he said do you love deja and he said yes he said are you in love with her unequivocally told this man he in love with his woman <clears throat> he said well then we got more in common than you think i was Must like, be not anyway, he gave him a folder that's that so back to he's getting ready to leave and so he is it's like right right before it's like valentine's day and she hasn't been back for her six-week checkup yet he's like you know we can't have sex he said there's other ways to please you so he pleased her he took care of her it was like almost like he was like saying goodbye to her and he he gave that's how i felt too that he knew something was gonna happen gave her the best that he like Anita Baker said, giving you the best that I got, he gave it to her. <laughs> and um, and then he left. And so Zan gets a call at like three o'clock in the morning and he was like, the fuck? And then some some girl is in the bed with him, which is abnormal because he normally don't bring women home. He had to wake her up and get her out. But they was like, we got his brother Simeon was on the phone. He said, we gotta go get Deja. And he he didn't ask no questions and they got up and and they went to get her. And he he went to get her. She was like, what's going on or whatever? And he said, what did I ever tell you if me and my brothers came to get you? She said, to get my, to pack up my stuff, ask questions later. And that's what she did. She went and got her stuff. She got her baby and she left. Um, <clears throat> she left with him. And they went to his house or whatever. And the next day told her that um, Rome was dead. And she was But I know Rome like was sad. I know <laughs> Shut up with It was just sad. I'm like, and then your girl, like you, you know your girl in love with this man, and he didn't told you he in love with her, and that's but he loved her so much. So Robbie Renee had to get him out the way, and that's how she did it. He got <laughs> 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 it ain't even funny it was it was really sad because she was hurt because deja is not a hoe she's not uh she's not one of them type of girls she's not the type who's gonna pat you know all of that it's just she you can't help who you love and she loves xander but he came and got her now him he happy to have her in his house he feel like they still they still gonna be best friends or whatever even though he attracted to her but he just happy to have her in his house he know because of his his, his tortured so he know why he can't have her but mm-hmm. and so he's happy to just have her and the baby in the house he he didn't turn into a daddy if he could breastfeed he would but she like she all woman i didn't have a baby my hormones is all all <laughs> over the place i want you what if what's she called big daddy i want that big baby. <laughs> he said his dick was monstrous and she wanted it. And he still want to be friends and shit. She's like, boy, go somewhere with that shit. Uh, he he, he want to literally sit on the couch and have popcorn and watch movies with the baby between them. <laughs> so they ended up having a moment where they did end up getting intimate again. And it always ends with her getting oral. And so he he ate her, you know, like she was a three-piece spicy special. <laughs> ate her <laughs> she was happy and she said and then somebody came to the door or something and he she said to be continued not to him he was like that was it that's all the same house he, not, <laughs> so he's he listening again but okay let's wrap this up so 
she like, I'm tired of your ass. You're not going to keep doing this to me. I'm out of here. So he thinking he got her trapped because she in the house with him. No, she called her best friend. She like, Z, I need to come holler at you. I got to get my life back together. You know, I'm coming to stay with you. So she leaves. Grab the off court. She was like wrapping them up. Putting them in a bag. We are out of here. Out of here. So then his ass want to be sitting in with the alcohol on the floor calling his daddy. She didn't left me. <laughs> he said, I messed up. And his daddy say, you, it's time for you to tell her what happened. It's time and for her, you. And her friends, Zaria said the same thing. She's because he called. He's like Zaria. Let well, me speak to her. Mm-hmm. And he was, she was like, No, not this time. And he was like, Look, I'm about to lose my top. Put her on the phone. She was like, You know what? Well, you're gonna have to blow the fuck up because I'm not giving her the phone. This is you. You, you, you missed your last chance. She's sick of you. She's sick of your mess. You need to tell her the truth. If you think, if you want to have a future with her, you need to tell her the truth. I don't know what Zaria knew because it never said, but she was like, this is it. She's sick of you and your mess. And I go to war behind this one. Oh, okay. So he had to tell her the truth. The truth is he thought that he raped her also during their, um, when they were were kidnapping they did tell him they 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 was like making like like they made him watch them do stuff to her then they told him that you you gotta fuck her too basically during the the rape and all of this kind of stuff and he blacked out he couldn't remember if he did do that or not right and so that was the reasoning all along why he couldn't be with her because he was like i hurt you and in his dreams, because remember in the beginning, his thing started with him having dreams. In his dreams, she was afraid of him because of what he'd done to her. So that's all he keep replaying in his mind. She afraid of me. I heard her, yada, yada, yada. So, so he's protecting her and protecting her means protecting her from him as well. Mm. He is scared that in her dreams that she has, because he hears her dreams you know that she's gonna wake up screaming because it was him mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. me, like you did not touch me I know everything that happened I felt everything I felt every touch and you did not do anything to me but in that talking he was like what they did to us so he kind of revealed to her that they um, violated him as well and the only person that knew was Mac and now her and he was scared that if she found out that he possibly violated her, even if it by gunpoint, uh, at gunpoint, um, and also his violation that it would make her look at him in a different light. And if she was disappointed in him and didn't want him, he didn't think that he could physically live anymore without the light that he sees in her eye when she look at him. He can't live without that. And he was scared that one day it would come to her seeing that in her dreams. So my question to you all is, was that a good enough reason for him to be flippy floppy like that? For her, for him to kind of almost toy with her heart, you know, all this time going back and forth. Was that enough reason? It's like, why didn't you just tell me? You know, I'm in love with you. You know that you're breaking my heart every time you leave me and ignore me and all of that stuff. Was that a good enough reason? Patrice. Yeah, I think it was a good enough reason because that's a very big thing. And he was scared to tell her because she's tormented daily by this. And he he knows he's like down there by her windowsill listening. So they talk, he walks her through her dreams. She His voice is what puts her to sleep. And so if she finds out that one of the things that, that she's tormented about is possibly him or it, because you know how, how something can happen and, they, and it kind of like come to you like I don't remember everything that happened but something triggers you and you like you did it too like he was scared of her do you, you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that he was t- he was scared of her one day like realizing that you was one of them it could have been anything it could be a touch or because anything you could hear it or whatever and I think he was scared that that would possibly happen and he didn't know how to tell her that I might I might have violated you too there's no way that he could have known that she would say that no you didn't because she might have been passed out part of the time Mm. he he didn't know that so he was taught 
it was like he was being eaten from the inside out by this stuff. And so once this is revealed, I 100% got it and I understood. And so he felt like I got to stay here to protect you, but I also got to protect you from me because I might have did the most worst thing in the world to you too, even though it wasn't, you know, my choice. But he, I, the love he had for her, he was willing to do without just to be in her presence. And then when he started, he he started calling that baby. He was like, "With mom and daddy, I'll be home." He's like, yeah. "And I'm gonna raise his baby." So this is where the love story, their love story, um, begins. But somebody just asked, "What happened to Rome? Who who did that to him?" So if you remember, I said he had an older brother who was on drugs. The older I brother, I'm like, "Does Xander had his dude kid?" I was thinking the same thing. I was like, did they or, or, or one of his brothers do it so that they could be free and be together? Yeah. So his older brother doing crackhead things killed him in cold blood, execution style, oh, trying man. to get money from him, which is so sad. And it was almost like he knew. It was all, but he kept. Oh, that is just so heartbreaking trying to help him, even though you know this person is going to be your detriment. That is just wild. So that's what ended up happening to Rome. Um, and that's it. So they ended up, he proposed to her at the end in a very beautiful way. They can now be together. They're going to ra- raise her and Rome's daughter <laughs> as theirs. Uh, we don't, did she have some more kids in there? I don't know if she was pregnant, no, she pregnant. But, but you know in the end they ended up getting his brother because his brother came and tried to to get money out of her and Rome um I'm sorry Zan ended up killing him or whatever but he ended up with um he ended up with Deja Blue and he ended up with the baby and and he you know it was almost explosive he was showering her with gifts it was like he almost started dating her like from scratch because he really never gave her that he just gave her a lot of gifts making sure that she was fine but mm-hmm. yeah he started dating her from scratch and it was kind of it was it was um it was beautiful it was so she, thank she you open for him miss robbie renee for this beautiful story it was so well written oh um jennifer asked could we just say um they did like mention a little bit about what he did to the people who assaulted him oh they they uh the people that assaulted him it was three guys two of them were killed right away and then one of them his one of them killed himself or something he got drunk or something I don't know. I, two of them I just know ended up dead, but the one who initiated everything, because the other guys would have left it alone. He was the one who wanted to do um, all of that stuff. Oh, and the other thing, did you remember how the, the man who saved them, the, the guy who was the crackhead who saved them, Xander had a hard time. Like, like Deja took care of him, gave him food, but Xander, I think he had a hard time seeing that man because he was the one who saw him at his most vulnerable but when he found him you know he pulled his pants up and stuff so nobody would see him like that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, but but anyway so yeah they ended up together and they um xander killed the third one the one that was the most horrible the one that violated him the oldest one the oldest one that um the dad found him and um and and they he was 16 years old when he um or was he 15 they did everything to him that he did to those two kids the people who brought him to him and then they brought him to mac and then they he brought his son he said i got something that's gonna help you sleep at night and he came brought him in there he blew that boy he he killed him and he said that was the best night of sleep that he ever had but anyway he ended up with his um he he ended up with his girl and they had their baby. And I don't know, in my head, I see them having a, like her pregnant again, but I don't know. Me too. That's uh, why I was like, did they have some more kids at the end? But boom. yeah, they gonna have them some more little babies and they gonna live happily ever after. So boom, we love it. We love that. Even though I was feeling wrong, but I guess they should have been together. So anywho, that is the end of the story for this week. So next week, as I mentioned, for anyone who wasn't on here at the very beginning of the show, we are going to have 
a special two-year anniversary show next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a must-watch, must-be-here. You're going to want to be here for all of the coolness, the announcements. We might have some special guests on. You never know. So yes, join us next Monday and we will still have a podcast on Tuesday. Are we doing any giveaways on um, Monday? We'll have giveaways on Mondays. It's going to be some kind of big stuff happening on Monday. So y'all going to want to be her, okay? It's going to be some big gonna, I love her Southern accent. Y'all going to want to be her, okay? Y'all going to want to be here. Okay, okay. So that then we're going to be um talking about First Wives Club on Tuesday. If y'all ain't read that book, the mess is... <laughs> next week is going to be fun <laughs> drama feel lots of sex i told y'all i feel like i was getting banged all weekend last week she kind of put it in the group chat i was like how you liking it so far she said girl these niggas been fucking me all day <laughs> no clothes on the night <laughs> but next week yeah we're gonna um, be discussing first wise club by keisha urban yes it's gonna be a lot of fun so thank you guys for joining us tonight i hope you guys enjoyed tonight's um podcast yes you need to start reading it so yes and we'll see y'all next week um on monday and tuesday y'all get us two days in a row and LaCory might be here. You never know. So y'all better show up. Y'all better pull up. Okay. <laughs> it's the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. Hey. Bye, y'all.